NFL Mayo, I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. You didn't say two or one, Aiden. You didn't say two or one. Well, you don't say two or one. No, you're you're mouthing along to the guys. Board. You're nodding. You're nodding. Uh, All welcome right. to the show. Uh, we're back on our nighttime ish, uh, which means I don't know. I listened. I listened last week. I don't always listen. I listened last week, and at the beginning of the episode, I'm literally like. A fucking zom did, and then yeah, by the end of it, I'm like, by the end of it, I'm like, like a fucking pterodactyl. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I love football in my life, and that's that's the the moral of the story is drink lots of coffee like me. More, yeah, morning ones are ideal, but there's a lot more of a time crunch when it comes to getting the episode out on time yes. with that Thursday game. Correct. However, I was already like knuckles deep into my coffee mm. when I started, and and Luke had just woken up. Well, he's but two let's, hours let's, ahead of me uh, time zone wise. Let's, let's center. Bear in mind, let's not forget that I lived out in the West Coast too, and also a very cool city. Yes, Luke lives in L.A. Yes, he lives the glamorous Speaking, lifestyle. Oh man, I wanted to tell you this. Speaking of uh, L.A. and California, I was I was driving to work this morning in Hollywood, uh, you know where I work and live. And uh, fucking the song on the radio was uh, Katy Perry and Snoop Dogg, California Girls, and it was like we like, definitely danced like, to that senior exactly, year for the football team. Exactly, and They're not only I was like having this Daisy moment where I'm like, Dukes, I would never go out of my way to find the song, play it, forgot it even existed a little bit, but the fact that I caught it like from the very beginning of the song and it played all the way through took me so specifically to a place. And like, yes, Aiden's correct. Like during like. Homecoming of like our Whoa. senior year, we, <laughs> the senior football players the, did like a fucking the synchronized dance team taught us, yeah, taught us a synchronized dance, made, like taught us like a synchronized dance. We did, we did, we danced it to fucking California girls, and, and we had swim trunks on, white tees, and stunner shades, and we have a photo of us after that performance. We looked, and stupid. I have a Polaroid of that performance, Luke, <laughs> upstairs in my my memory chest we look stupid as all high schoolers do uh but we had a blast and it took me like i said back to a very wonderful uh snapshot that and which is hard to believe that that was a decade ago sir so we really are old um and that is all to say the first game of last week you know carolina he's no sorry no, that's solid no that's it i just like <laughs> i thought of it this morning i was like how weird is this um yeah, as soon we'll, as you said the song my, yeah, my mind you went knew. straight there too yeah you know I'll and i was just thinking i was like oh, no wonder i wouldn't play it or, or like hear it uh, I because that song, you know, it was like a pop hit that was like then and gone back then. But for it to come up, uh, that just meant that I hadn't had that memory in a really long time. So it was cool. Another one that gets me is we are the Men in Black. Oh yeah, it's supplanted yeah, the actual Mr. Men Logan. in Black. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it's crazy. That was a that was like a one time period in our lives. But a lot of Luke and Aiden memories due to the happenings of senior year and. You know, <laughs> our lives have progressed 10 years since thus. Yes, so, very inside baseball to the fans that don't know us uh, and, and what few of you there are. So we'll get to the football. I'm ready to, to soar through some storylines, starting with Thursday night's game, Aiden. Take us, on a, take us on a journey. Greetings, loved ones. Let's go on a journey. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Yeah, Carolina-Houston. So we see what can happen when you get rid of Tyrod in that Houston offense. A lot of the pregame talk was about David Mills' really, really long Davis. Neck. Davis, yeah, Davis Mills. <laughs> Sorry about that. His really long neck. Um, basically, the Panthers are getting it done. They're 3-0. How good of a 3-0? We'll find out soon. 
Sam Darnold is still kind of a sloppy Joe out there, but in this new offense with no Adam Gase weighing him down, he is excelling. I think the Panthers have a lot of young talent. And, uh, I mean, what a Tyrod Taylor-like story, you know what I mean, to make that shitty Houston team so competitive. You have anything yeah. to say about that one? Uh, it was no, a bit of a stinker. It was one of the, the first stinker Thursday night games. Yeah, it was. I mean, there was some intrigue to see a rookie come out and play, but it's like, cool. Like, you know how pro Ty- Tyrod we are on this show, so we obviously want to see him. Uh, there's there's Deshaun trade rumors looming, like, omnipresent every week, week by week. Um, and then, yeah, like, it, it, you're right. It's a matchup against a Carolina team that we're still – Yes, they're 3-0, and that's solid, but I see Christian McCaffrey go into the tent, and I didn't like the look of that. Um, I, I, I see a team that I want to succeed really bad, and, and Darnold's playing well and all that other stuff, but um, I don't know how tough their schedule's been thus far. I'll, I'll give it to them. I, I think we both probably picked that one correctly. Will you tell us when you go through each one who won the pick? And then, yeah, uh, or it's like, or if it's both of us or whatever. I'm just that, because I'm curious, because I forget them. We, I also need to see the grid. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So we both won that one. We both chose Carolina. And the next one is Bills versus Washington. The Bills handedly defeated Washington. We both picked that one, right? That's no surprise. Uh, I mean, dude, Josh Allen popped off. He had 358 passing yards and four touchdowns. Unfortunately, Cole Beasley popped off for almost 100 yards. Um, Unvaccinated as fuck, just running around there. Washington not looking great. Something crazy that I didn't expect is just how poorly that front seven of Washington's been playing this year. I hope that gets righted because there's a lot of talent on that line. Um, not much to say in this one. They they doubled the score plus one. So. It seemed like a pretty open and shut case to me. I'm I'm in no way uh, shocked or odd that this Bills team with all the all the young fucking fiery talent they have overtook the Washington football team. Um, I still find that squad just sorely lacking in identity um they're you know like a name they're i mean the name can change or whatever but they're they're maybe a name change maybe a head coach shift and maybe a a nice new quarterback away from uh taking advantage of all the talent chase young has because right now that's like the only golden nugget i like taylor heineke and like i like they got got four dudes on that defensive line yeah and that's a dog of a defensive line and i and i've admittedly sleep on it all the time i'm not trying to but i just don't see a super bowl in that team's like if that's the goal every year is to win a super bowl i don't see that in the washington football team's future for a very long time until like major major like fucking blocks are moved around and like fucking mountains moved yeah, in comparison to a Bills team that has Especially Josh Allen click, clicking with, the rise, with digs, like the just best Bills ascending team in the history very, the very quickly. Potential. So this next one is uh, it's going to be all me. Uh, we both got the pick correctly. Cleveland beating the Bears. This is a Ooh, probably fun. it's it's in my opinion, but probably in the opinion of many the you know the conversation and the narrative of the week, and that is what I've essentially been saying. Matt Nagy's not up to the job. Just straight up, you had an entire offseason to prepare for Fields. You know, he's obviously the future. He's the most talented QB we've ever brought in. And then you fucking pussyfoot around with it. And you keep saying Andy Dalton's a starter. And then everyone's wondering, how could that be the case? Our offensive line is bad. Justin Fields' legs gives you the opportunity to move around, push, like extend the pocket, 
you have creativity you could put in with him because he can hit deep shots. He's obviously like a more talented QB than, than Dalton. And they keep going, like hammering and hammering down. Justin Fields gets his chance. He goes out there. He's fucking clueless. The offensive line can't block anybody at all. It's a sieve. They're literally running straight through them two fields, basically turnstile, like nobody's even stopping Miles Garrett. You're calling nothing but shotgun plays where you're sitting at the top of your fucking drop and just waiting to get picked apart. So in my opinion, it's threefold. It's Nagy, it's Fields, it's the offensive line. And if I'm a couple players on this offense, dude, I'm talking to the agent to get the fuck out of town. And and that's especially Allen Robinson, who we're holding hostage. That guy's getting nothing. He's one of the top wide receivers in the NFL. He's getting nothing fucking schemed for him. David Montgomery, he's out there running like a fucking top five running back in the NFL and getting no fucking touches when he's the guy that gets our game going. The last four or five games of the season last year, we went from full sucking to Trubisky coming back in after being benched and doing okay. And what was the thing that happened? Well, we took the pressure off of our offensive line and we asserted the running game and did play action boosts where Trubisky could use his legs and hit guys on the run. A la a Jimmy Graham, who we're not using at all, and a Cole Komet and hit Allen Robinson or Darnell Mooney deep, hopefully. But either way, you're taking pressure off the line. And another thing was that Bill Lazor was calling the fucking offense then. So that's dude, so Nagy's out there. He's play calling his absolute ass. Also knowing that our offensive line can't fucking do a thing to that defensive line, which I said was going to be the issue in the game. And then on top of all that, Fields is not the kind of QB who's going to take a pass, rock, and throw, or take a snap, rock, and throw it like Big Ben. He's just not. He's always looking for the big ball downfield, and that was evident at Ohio State, and he'll fucking hit it. But what the fuck was the game plan? Like, if, if you know that, and you have months of time working with him, how do you not implement something? What, what was that that we saw? It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen on a football field. And a lot of it gets attributed to one of the best athletes and football players that the League has seen in a while who shouldn't be in the league because he hit a dude with his own helmet. Miles Garrett. Wow, what a fucking talent. Jadavian Clowney, another first overall pick. Very talented, it, albeit up and down in his career with injury history. A defensive interior that's pushing the pocket all, all around the fucking like, backfield. Like, I don't understand what they were thinking going into this game. Like, what was in your mind, Nagy? Like, so obviously everyone's coming out against him. They're saying terrible things about him, which I'm fucking okay with because he's an idiot and he should not be in charge of Justin Fields' future. And I said that going into last offseason because I, I knew he didn't have it. Yeah, There's I mean, more I could say. I mean, what, what else is there to say? Our defense kept us in the game. They were playing fucking lights out. How long can you keep playing – and, and not, like, destroy that locker room as a defense when you're fucking bailing out the offense for years and years and years. Then they get the talent to QB, and you think maybe that'll change things, and then that happens. Let me ask you, let me ask you, was you, and, and I'm, like, this is no disrespect to your defense because they've always had, I mean, they've had, they consistently have above-average potential. But, um, you know, it tastes like vinegar coming out of my mouth. But uh, were they playing above average or were the Browns playing shitty on offense? Well, 
I get where you're saying because there was heavy critique for Baker Mayfield in our chat. He looked and bad rightly so in that minute. first half. He turned it on, but I think when a team predicated on running and play action plays poorly like that, it's mm-hmm. more on the defense. True. You know what I mean? It's like the defense is playing the Titans earlier in the year earlier in the year. Good defense, right? To be able to hold Derrick Henry to like no gain on a bunch of runs. Mm-hmm. Same as this. When you have Kareem Hunt and you have Chubb back there and Baker's play action is predicated on their success, for us to hold him to three and then seven right at the end of the first half or 10 cumulative, that's a lot more on my defense in my opinion. However, in the second half, we saw them get gassed because they were on the field for three quarters of the game and Kareem Hunt started running all over the fucking place. So... In this instance, I would say I put it more on our defense because if you even go back into the prior week, Baker was hitting dimes over the shoulder 20, 30 yards down the field. He was Mm -hmm. so on, the announcers were even talking about it. And they're not always going to give Baker all the credit. So I think, to answer your question, it was more on the Bears' defense. Good to know. I just like something I was curious about because, you know, the Browns' offense has all those weapons, but oftentimes I feel as though – as good as the the two headed monster is in their running uh and their running attack and as good as uh you know they lost a Jarvis Landry and brought back an Odell I mean like those are talented receivers you lose one bring up one that's better that's better odds than a lot of teams have in the league so that's that's nice um I just wonder if how underutilized that offense uh often is and how much they rely on their defense too and their defense is fierce like you said they haven't really been relying on it so often it's and that's the crazy thing they haven't always been a dominating defense no they they don't have to and and which is historic and stefanski is like money ball with that offense i'm not saying he's not and i'm not saying i haven't been super impressed but i wondered i'm like legit asking because i haven't like these browns are they just like the same browns we've been seeing the last two seasons or are they like improving regressing i really am curious i think they're i think their offense is going up but they've been getting hit with some injuries but i would attribute this last game the performance of the browns office more towards our defense and the pressure we were generating however i think stefanski made some fucking stupid calls on at the beginning of the game back-to-back fourth downs where we sacked him with a free rusher both times you know what i mean so that doesn't always show the best when you could be getting points or help me field out. position, help you know? me out here. You guys had lots of sacks, but how many times was field sacked? Yeah, nine times. Nine times. Nine times. I don't remember Fields being sick nine times. <laughs> Dude, I, I was waiting for that all week, honestly. Well, Miss Bueller. Yeah, I know. I knew I was gonna do it. Um, wake up. What is it? Yeah. Wake up and I forgot what it is. Wake up and smell the roses as he's like scratching with a pencil. Um, Yeah, dude. I'm almost speechless to even talk about this game. It was a shit offensive day with historical implications. And only thing that can come out of that is a rebound game where the team galvanizes and comes together. Not likely or another bad game because the team is broken apart and the the Lions are, are our enemy next week in division un- they have no wins but they're playing good football they are, and they're dude. playing competitive like football them. and they're I'm they're a it. tough out i wouldn't be surprised if the bears lose next week and our team gets blown up i i wouldn't be surprised if we shit can ryan pace and matt Nagy and make trades before the deadline that's how bad that game was it's that bad that it could like ruin everything 
I'm also everyone's talking about it. I'm is everyone not talking about it? What What Sorry. about and, and well and also like what of uh, you guys buying this property in Arlington Heights, Illinois? Now, what does that mean? You are you ditching Soldier Field? Oh yeah, I told you about that. I know, in but one is of it, our off season? Yeah, pods. but that was it. Seems like mill. a weird time legitimate. time to announce it. Yeah, we put in the bid to buy the Arlington racetrack. And with that, we have the land. We're going to be buying or building a stadium there, but that's not going to be till like twenty thirty something. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize it was that. Far so we're going to be in Chicago for a while, so at Soldier least Field until the stadium around. is built. Notre Dame picked up a tasty win at Soldier Field this weekend. They did. Soldier Field is owned by the city of Chicago. Nice. One of the few. Um, it's the only. It's the only organization in the NFL that doesn't own its stadium. Really. Yeah, they lease it from the city. Hmm. So they want to be able to make money. Got it. I understand. I understand. Um, well, We're going to move on. Fuck, yeah, fuck that. The Bears fuck whatever the fuck that was. It was so bad, dude. Um, Baltimore-Detroit. That game was very close. I just... That game had a, a incredible finish. One of the coolest things I've ever seen live. I, I didn't watch the whole game. But I watched the end where Lamar converted like a fourth and super long. And then they got into barely field goal range. And Tucker comes out there and I'm like, dude, he's money, but this is long. This is an NFL record long. And he kicks it and I see it doing. Yes. An NFL records in more yards the bear than the Bears had on offense. The I, I see it go up. I see it coming short. I see it clunk off the bottom of the upright, the crossbar. And I'm like, wait a sec, wait a tick. It didn't bounce forward. Puppy shoots straight up and in. A big ass heavy bounce. One of the cooler things I've ever seen. What a game. Woe to be a fucking Lions fan right now and what they're dealing with. I feel terrible. They're, again, putting up a huge fight. They have the ability to rip our hearts out next week. But what a fucking play by Tucker, man. I think think, uh, it's not bad to be a Lions fan right now. I think Lions fans are very, very used to to having a hopeless team, like being hopelessly bad. Where if you're a Lions fan in this day and age, you're not a Lions fan because you think you're going to win games. You're a Lions fan because you love the Lions. So right now, I think they're the opposite. I think they're hopeful as fuck because you have a Lions team here. And I know I've been really just jerking them off this year, but it's to my surprise. I thought that Dan Campbell, after the crazy, bizarre shit that dude said, uh, this team would get run into the ground. He he seems more confident than competent than Matt Nagy. My man, my man, uh, my man put up late late points against a really good team week one. Uh, who'd they play last week again? Last week they Green played Bay. the Ravens. Green Bay. Oh, sorry. It, like two weeks ago, and they played. Didn't them know solidly. which last week. Yeah. My bad. At least for the first week, uh, our first half, uh, they played Green Bay way better than they should have against last year's MVP. Um, and then this week they play against another former MVP, Lamar, who's playing great football, uh, and and almost fucking pull it off. So I know there's you know that shit only matters on horseshoes and hand grenades, as the old adage goes, but. Fuck man, these and it was close, a short week for them. Close games because they they played the Monday. I bet you Lions Lions fans are feeling like pretty all right right about now. Um, so yeah. good for them. I'm, I'm right. rooting for That's them. A good I take. like I, I, Lions. Lions kind of feel like little brother in the NFC North. Um, I mean, we're all little brother to the to the Packers after all. But apparently, uh, Colts and Titans next. That one I had 
Tennessee, and so did you. So Ooh. so far, we got all of them correct. Yeah, who's is this thing on? Who's playing quarterback uh, for this team? Like I, I was like, it's gonna be, it's not Wentz, it's gonna be Easton, it's not Easton, it's gonna be like this. He was is, in two walking boots. I know. I'm this like, guy is a fucking crazy man. He's a WWF um, like uh, 1990s wrestling storyline every week. He's like, he's fucking, he's correct. fucking like in the hospital he's the bed with like a neck, a neck brace on, and then he just like pops out of a casket and shit. <laughs> Derrick Henry over 100 again. He had almost 30 carries. King Henry. Tannehill for three touchdowns. Colts didn't play especially well. I wish T was on to, to you know, like rant about this. He's mad. He has a lot more vested he'd, be way, he'd probably be more negative about your Bears analysis. because, the, And he should be because the Colts have more potential than the Bears do. Way more potential. And they're 0-3 and, in my opinion, the most talented 0-3 team. I don't have too much to say about this game. It's just... Pretty open. You know, you kind of like when you when you when you go and get Wentz and me and Luke have been talking about it. He's inconsistent, potentially broken, both physically and mentally with the experiences he had in in Philly. And that's just what it is. You're not just are you investing a second and potentially upscaled to a first round pick. You're also giving up the immediate future for him. He's now the guy, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. at least for this whole season. So. I don't know, man. He's operating hurt. He's going to continue to get hurt if he keeps playing like this. And is it, not is just it, like, like playing on an injury, but playing recklessly. And especially when you when you have protection that's that's dwindling. Like Quentin Nelson's one of if Quentin not Nelson one of, got if, one of the best, if not the best, offensive lineman in the league. Fucking and, and definitely now, best guard. I mean, Gar. And then now <laughs> Gar Gar. And now he's, I like Trent Williams to tackle a lot. So I, you know, I, you know, I lean Notre Dame. So I'm always like fucking Zach Gar, fucking Quentin Nelson. Two really good guards. Uh, yeah, Gar. Uh, but anyways, let's let's keep moving. <laughs> this is uh one of the best games of the week. Chargers Chiefs. Oh, let me man. see. For that one, we both had Kansas City, so we both lost that pick. Yeah, we ate. Dude, Herbert that That's a announced. Game. Herbert stepped up to the stage. He announced himself. He had two eighty-one, four touchdowns, two of which to Mike Williams, who had himself a day. Um, they left a little bit of time on the clock, but the Chiefs weren't able to come back like a Satan. Green Bay Packers Ooh, did. That'll be a fun. So, nice little I mean, what what do we got to say about this? Like. It's crazy. We knew the Chargers were on the up, but like, dude, for for Kansas City to drop two in back to back weeks against two really good teams, but still, like, they're the they're the one everyone's gunning for now, and they're one and two. And yes, of course, we think they'll probably come back and make the playoffs, but fuck, that's two heartbreakers back to back. That young offensive line showing a little bit. It's a long season. Uh, I trust I trust the Chiefs to like more than I trust most teams to to go the distance when we get down the stretch. So I'm, I, I wouldn't be worried just yet. I think it's a matter of it's early in the season. Like you said, that a young offensive line getting some things figured out. Um, maybe Josh Gordon plays football for the first time in a decade. Cause he apparently is, is signing with the chiefs or has signed. Um, I mean, Jesus Christ. Every time I feel like every year we hear a Josh <laughs> it's so Gordon interesting. Headline. It's, it's like, off and on every it year. It's like, most, all right, he's back. That 30 and then four for 30 games later. He's like, road, we caught him. That thirty for thirty yeah, I know. will be phenomenal. I just want to know every like it's like what is it? Is it pot still? Like what the fuck's happening? Regardless, the the worst part is the league doesn't even give a fuck anymore about pot. He's just <laughs> grandfathered into all of his like pot sins of it's the past. A, I mean, it's terrible. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he can come through and and Mahomes hits him uh, and he's a nice redemption story. I'd be all about that. But 
Yeah, dude. He was Patrick so Mahomes, swaggy, swaggy with the fucking Browns. Yeah, he was it's, really good. It's Mahomes. It's an amazing. It's an amazing team. It's it's the fucking Honey Badger and an amazing defense. It's Andy Reid who who collapsed right. Like he was dehydrated and had to go to the hospital. Um, at, like yeah, good point. I would have skipped over that completely. Yeah. So it's just a. It sounds chaotic and it sounds hectic, but what I think it really is is uh, a really good team like still w- heating up and a Chargers team who has already been heating up for the past like season and uh, and spilling into this year. Herbert is something else. Moving on. Next we have Saints-Patriots. Uh, dude, that was a rough outing for Mac Jones. He threw, he threw, I believe, three interceptions, one of which was a pick six to Malcolm Jenkins. There was the footage of Belichick just like grabbing his wrist like he's a battered wife and like dragging him around the field. Kind of weird. Didn't it look like he was crying on the sideline. No, it I, not in my. Okay, opinion. maybe I misconstrued you, that. I, but I know what you're talking about like T like T sent a video of like Belichick. It was like, a collage of images. Yeah, it was it was kind of weird. I don't know. I mean, fuck it. I I don't know. I don't think I don't think it's probably as bad as the images indicate. I have no idea what any of that means. I think. Long story he, short, all, we'll we'll specify this though. All the rookie first round QBs, save maybe like Trey Lance, had really rough outings this it's week. It's a rocky. It wasn't just him. It's a rocky road. Like you don't just come in and you don't just come in and start dealing. It takes a second to to acclimate. Um, but and I think it's to be expected. Um, the Saints are a fucking like one, like a real ping pong situation. I have no. You idea. You know what's crazy? I don't know what to make of them, dude. Dude. It's it's vintage Jamie's. Like last That's week, a good point. he had That's that a good terrible point. interception play. Right, didn't go his way. This week, he has what should have been a terrible interception play where he throws it while getting tackled, and then the guy catches it, and it's a touchdown. And he says after the game, "That was a gift from God." Oh and I'm like, God. "How is that going to fit with the surgical precision of Sean Payton's like envisioned offense?" I don't fucking know, but I'm here for it, and I'm I'm here to watch it. Okay. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I mean, I'll, they're I'll definitely up and down, up and down. I mean, I, I'm still. I think I think Belichick and Mac Jones is an, is a nice story to keep watching. Uh, I think he's really like. I think I think maybe Belichick just honestly sees him as his next big ticket, and if he can do what he's known to have done in his career, which is, uh, fucking handcraft a dynasty. I trust his eye and I trust his brain. I think Belichick's onto something. Uh, say what you love about Mac Jones, but uh, like I think Belichick wouldn't wouldn't cut Cam and wouldn't be the way he's being right now if it weren't uh, if he didn't believe that Mac Jones is somebody that can get them back to the deep in the playoffs and not the Super Bowl within the rookie contract. Like I really think that. Damn, that's bold. You did lose that pick. I, know. I chose. Yeah. yeah, I chose Saints. You chose I, I Patriots. Just, and you I'm lost this next pick. Uh, Giants, Falcons. You took Giants. I took Falcons. Falcons barely win that with a Could've field goal at the way. end. Could have gone either uh, way. Ugly, ugly game. Gross. Um, Move on. Uh, yeah, it's just gross. Oh. <laughs> gross game. Falcons are not much better than the 0-3 Giants. Let's just say that. Bengals, Steelers. Un- expected we both chose pittsburgh in that what does this say about the Bengals, and what does this say about the steelers um, me, may i may i because yeah yeah you uh, may it, it's it, you're right it's a tale of two cities there the steelers it says that i'm wrong 
and I'm living in like fear of the 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 Steelers logo and history and franchise and organization. You've been quite high on them. I know uh, that's what's going on, and it shows that I'm wrong in living in uh, and li- and just like living in an in, in an aura of respect to what the Steelers are as a whole, like throughout history, and not what's actually happening right now. So that's a, and I think I maybe have to eat a little shit on that because wow. Um, that was a rough game for the Steelers. And on the other hand, is are are the Bengals lucky or are they just like actually solid as hell? Like I don't know. We're only I'll tell you deep. exactly what the Bengals are. That. From I've seen plenty of Bengals. They have a tough defense. They have reworked their defense with money and good picks. Um, their offense is a work in progress with an offensive line that is bottom of the league bottom tier in the league at least but joe burrow still is a talent that can get the ball there on time and jamar chase is like leading the pack for good, offensive dude. rookie of the year after not catching a damn thing he well, has four touchdowns and one of which was fingertip full stride back yeah. of the end zone full extension <laughs> like that is what he was at college with joe burrow so what i'm saying that, is that lsu connection and I, I there is that L, i was gonna say there's that lsu connection but another thing luke their next couple games are set up in a way where they could actually string some wins together. They play Jags this Thursday. Winnable. They play Packers the week after, which nah. I think they'll lose. Then they play Lions, Winnable. then Ravens, another tough one, nah. but then Jets. So in Winnable. the next five games, they have two very bad teams. Three Owen oh or sorry, yes, three Owen oh three teams out of those five. You know what I mean? And they could very <clears throat> well be on their way to a very solid record. And in the near future. if Burrow can can uh, can can stay healthy, like oh my god, he like, didn't get. T- I don't think he got a pressure in that game. He's TJ Watt didn't play, from what I know, but I don't think Burrow had a pressure in that game. Burrow is. I'm not. I'm not kidding you. Like like a hundred percent exceeding my expectations. So I'm I'm. Excited He's very to see good. Him. I'm I'm rooting for him. I was worried. I was more. I felt bad for him. There's nothing to feel bad about. He's a fucking baller. And the only team that's beaten them is is the Bears, who had a really shit outing. But like, they've had tough three goes of it every passes. single week. That was crazy though. Burrow threw three picks on three passes. That if that crazy. wouldn't have happened in such a spectacular way, we could have easily lost that game. Anywho, that's why this game is so that beautiful. was not no, a good no single I know, game I love alike. Let's move along. Ben Ben looked really bad in that game. People are talking about it. So then out. you have Cardinals. And there's Jags. no backup plan there. Like there hasn't been a backup plan for the last like fucking twenty years. The only backup plan that they have is Dwayne Haskins, but they obviously haven't been thinking that far into the future. And Ben has been looking like he's breaking down in the, a very quick. The better <laughs> the better Ohio State quarterback. Yeah, anywho, Cardinals, Jags. That one was uh it was a little iffy for the three and Cardinals early in the game. There was a kick six with Jamal Agnew, a very <laughs> rare stupid, kick six. Dude. This is fucking and, dude, dumb. Kingsbury looked like he was gonna cry. Urban was like, Yes, it's happening. And then 31-19, you have Trevor Lawrence having JJ Watt bearing down on him, back foot like airmailing a screen that gets fucking picked by uh Murphy, who had two picks. 31-19 cards. Jags are going to be really bad this year, Luke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good for the cards, but like, fuck. Famously <laughs> They're going to be so bad. They had a kick six, and they were ahead, and they still lost by a pretty considerable margin by the end. It's pretty bad. It's it's just it's pretty bad. Just a real bad team. All right, go ahead. Fields had his one of the worst games 
ever. You know, he didn't throw a pick because he was scared to throw. And instead he got hit a bunch, sacked nine times. Lawrence has a shit ton of picks. Mac Jones has looked inconsistent and then bad this week. And then Wilson has a lot of picks. It's just been rough for all these guys. It's important to keep that in context. The and games, that leads us into Wilson, the Jets, games, Broncos. The game is fast, dude. And also, like, I think I think people are really, really blown away uh, by how different it feels this year with having fans back. I know how bizarre that sounds, but, like, I think it's oh, really Oh, no, it's for sure a big influence. Even home teams, it's like it's actually almost having a negative effect at times. It's insane. It's a big influence for sure. Yeah, so Zach Wilson, T's favorite quarterback in the in NFL history. Um, Jordan headband and all. Yeah, no points in that game. I believe he had a pair of picks, maybe even three. Broncos twenty six nothing. Broncos are probably the least talented undefeated team. They've played no no good teams at all. You're saying? Um, wait, wait, wait. So do you not think the Broncos are for real? Not. Like this, I think they're a middle of the pack team, maybe a bit above average. I think but they're gonna Teddy. have a stingy defense. I don't care. He's never gonna be a top end QB, and you know it. You know it, Luke. I like Teddy Two Gloves. Hey man, dude, as long, my as pets long. are stomping the yard in the like middle of the room and attacking dude. each other. Yeah, they're t- it sounds they like they're are stomping the yard. It sounds like they're saying they're like, you got served. Are you doing your podcast right now? All right, there's not much to say. Wilson's no, not looking good. Dolphins Raiders. This one was a close game. Good for uh, Brissett to come in there, take Look him good. to overtime, score in overtime, get a two point conversion. But that said, it did go to overtime. It went field goal, field goal, field goal. Raiders win, and uh, Raiders wild, are three and zero. Wild ride I'm, at the end. I couldn't dude. be more here for it. Yeah, it's surprising. I think the Raiders are a poorly constructed team, but you know, Carr's playing well. They did it without Josh Jacobs. So that says a lot too. He was their lead, their lead uh, bell cow running back. So good things, for the Dolphins for putting up a solid fight. Things are good when the Raiders are good. Um, so I'm all about it. But that said, I was like, I couldn't help but root for the Dolphins to pull that off <laughs> when I was watching the end of that game. It was just too oh, crazy. Yeah. I was like, yes, oh my god. But yeah, man, the Raiders are an interesting story this season, and. Uh, you know, they flashed early last year, and I got really high on them, and uh, it, it plummeted pretty quick. So um, I'm ready for that to happen again, but I'm hoping it doesn't. Buccaneers, Rams. Oh, I got to go back over our picks real quick. We uh, we both chose Arizona. We both chose Pittsburgh. <laughs> right. We both chose world. Denver, and we both chose chose the Raiders. So we're um, pretty consistent. I And we both chose Tampa Bay, but the Rams came out hotter than all fuck. Stafford threw for four touchdowns. Deshaun Jackson caught an absolute DB. What These Rams look it, dangerous. They look. They might be the best team in the NFL right now. Look, They're undefeated. Matt, Matt they, Stafford. They beat the Bucks pretty handedly. It was. It was only a ten point game, but they were putting the boost to him. Let me let me tell you this. Matt Stafford throwing a long touchdown to Deshaun Jackson on the Rams against Tom Brady's Buccaneers sounds like a madden. Wait. It, not in St. Louis either. No, in, in Los LA. Angeles. It sounds like a Madden 2009 fantasy draft franchise. 
So that you went really far into the future yeah, with, and yeah. for some reason they kept Tom Brady and didn't let him <laughs> so retire. Weird, man. Uh, it's so what if you went weird. back in time and told us that storyline? Mm, like, I, if somebody told me the sentence that we were talking, like that sentence, I would be like, "What the fuck? Why? What? Deshaun Jackson's in the league? That's crazy." It would be my fucking. I told D while we were watching when you saw Brady really upset on this on like the bench that he really really wanted an undefeated Super Bowl season. He almost had it. Eli ruined it. Mm -hmm. And now he's not going to get it. And he is going to be so furious because you know that meant a lot. Nobody. It's it's not going to happen. Ever going to do it again. It was, it's the 72 Dolphins. And you added another team. You know, you're sorry. You added another game. So it's going to be even harder. Well, more games than the Dolphins. I believe the, I believe the Dolphins went 14 and 0 with a Super Bowl victory. Yeah. So it's like, it's just impossible. Um, Fucking Vikings went. 15 and one, um, but they lost theirs in like the middle of the season in 98. It's, it's just too hard to streak like that in the pros. I think well, why don't, um, I want to eat I, some yeah, shit though. Why don't you take us into, okay, let me eat some shit because I, I was like, obviously I'm not ever giving Sean McVay the, the props he deserves. He's kind of a genius and I'm just not, I apparently I just wasn't understanding cause he, he, when he gets who he wants and Matt Stafford is who he wants, <laughs> My God, dude, this Matt Stafford's really good. Dude. I I gotta eat shit on it. Like I I've always liked and respected Stafford. I always respect his arms a fucking cannon. The dude I, can throw for five thousand. Like he's awesome. I didn't really. I was talking last week about how I didn't know what to think. Like if I was feeling these L.A. Rams, but nah, man, these yeah, L.A. Their Rams, offense. they have a flavor. They have a potent offense and an MVP on defense. Two of the so. two of the top five players in two. all of defenders. Yeah, yeah. On their defense and at, D, and at D line, it's like I I don't know. It's they could make serious noise, and I, they are well, right I'll, now. I, I know, but I'm saying down the road, like you're saying, we're talking about yeah. how some of these three and teams aren't shit. The Rams, I don't. Are they three and or are they two and one? They're three and and they're 3-0. the best three and zero. Yeah, in the NFL, I, I mean, in my opinion, like I, I, I think lot. I said last week. I'm like the, well, the I don't Buccaneers. Know, cards are pretty good too. Well, I was like, I, I think I said last week that I didn't know how I felt about the Rams and that the Buccaneers were going to the Super Bowl. I think the Buccaneers can still go to the Super Bowl, but the Rams are going to make it pretty fucking tough for them. And I'll say that now and apologize now rather than later. I, I was a moron. <laughs> we can move along. Well. You're all good. The next one, I chose Seahawks, and I was wrong. You chose Vikings. Mm. Go ahead and tell us about that you game. Gotta, you got to keep the faith, man. It's early. And uh, the Vikings showed big big strides, big improvements on really important fundamental shit from week one to week two. Week three, we had our first home game, first game with real fans uh, since before COVID, uh, and it was fucking rocking. Randall McDaniel blew the Gallahorn. Um, emotional, dude. Like emotional. A great, a great day to be a Vikings fan because they went out against a good fucking team. Uh, Russell Wilson, who's one of the best to lace them up week in, week out. Um, and Pete Carroll, who's a great coach, and we showed him who we were and who we could be. And I- I'll tell you right now, and I said it on Sunday. Whether you like him or not, obviously we don't agree with his vaccination views. Uh, Kirk Cousins is playing MVP football, and I'm not saying that hyperbolically. I don't think he's thrown a pick. 
He's throwing for his numbers. His completion percentage is in fucking sane. And lately, he went thirty for thirty-eight, three twenty-three, three TDs. And lately, like the more we've gone from week one to week three, he's just opening it up. He's fucking dialing shit up. He's ripping them, and he's getting it. He's doing. He's doing. The, in my opinion, the true sign of of a fucking field general is when he's hitting five different fucking receivers like on a drive and shit. And Kirk is doing that, dude. Like he's finding You want CJ Ham? Yeah. You want KJ Osborne? Yeah. You, huh? Yeah, dude. You want yeah. Conklin? You want some Exactly. Exactly. Like it's it's like when Favre I'll was, give you Conklin. It was like when Favre was making like third stringers look like Hall of Famers. And I know I'm not saying Cousins is Favre, but like that's the mark, man. And he's feeling comfortable. And I also they said that you know, we, me and you have talked about rumblings and what we thought and what our opinion was on, and it, we felt as though Zimmer doesn't care for cousins or hasn't cared for cousins. They're putting that shit aside in the interest of of, of winning, and uh, they're having weekly meetings now, just them breaking down film and doing more, and Kirk's watching more of his game film, and him and Zimmer actually like communicating on what should happen and stuff. And look what happens when they do that. Like we had no you know, trouble, Luke. no trouble. Kirk Cousins, not a fan. Pretty open about that. But I will admit he is dialing it up he this is. season. He is. I again don't like Kirk Cousins. No Dalvin Vikings Cook. Offense last has minute been scratch. Dangerous. You know what I mean? Like last minute scratch, Dalvin Cook. We have Yeah, you guys beat him up with Madison Abdullah. and Amir Abdullah one one two punch. Like that's I, I was I was awestruck, man. Like that was a good fucking team win all around, all sides of the ball. And our kicker hit some field goals, so everything's Seahawks okay. are a good team, and they are. So I'm happy about that win. There's not much more to say about it. They just gotta keep improving. Um, the pass rush looks pretty good. Like looks pretty damn good. Uh, I was really pleased on how they rushed Wilson, and our secondary played a, a lot better. I think we look really good at home too. The Vikings are always a good home team. Home team, dome team, a lot of noise. You guys are an incredible one and two team. Your offense has been lights out the entirety of yeah, the year. Yeah, don't count. So don't count the game out. of the evening game, game of the week was Packers 49ers. Flashy, Everything boils down game. to leaving too much fucking time for Aaron Rodgers. That's what it's always the thing. You know, you you it's hard to blame use check for like busting that dude's face and pushing into the end zone. You know what I mean? And he had an incredible game, by the way fullback out there catching passes very nimbly and athletically getting carries designed for him love a good fullback. it's very fun to watch but like god dude i just like as i'm watching it live i'm like please go down please go down what are you doing you left so much time on the clock is you know before 37 seconds yes it is i know i know that's the worst part is you have to throw out all common football sense when it comes to certain guys like Aaron, look what he did. He does it almost every time. I know, and you're right. Pat, Pat does it. I know, and you're and right. And it didn't work out this feasible. week, but usually Pat can do it. It's feasible that you don't leave Devontae Adams wide open twice in a row to get like 45, 50 yards. Like, you know what I mean? Like Right past the middle of the defense, so too. So that's like, I mean, I understand, but that's also Okay, like, and I want to point out another really quick aside. There I'm was giving him credit. Credit where it's due. Rogers, uh, 37 seconds, the man's a fucking artist. Yeah, there was this specific play where they were talking, the announcers were talking about uh, Nick Bosa and they keyed on him. And I watched, and the wide receiver cracked him, crack blocked him in the ribs. Might, might have been a tight end. Put him on his back because he was being blocked by the tackle and then cracked. And all that made me think, because I'm like, Nick Bosa is an unquestionably super good player on the edge. 
The Bears didn't crack block or chip or do anything the whole game, Luke. It was like five on five on four the whole fucking game. Or five yeah. on six because they were call blitzing. A, a bad offense in Chicago. That's, cr- that's yes. why. Okay, sorry. Back to the Packers 49ers. In- incredible game. Incredible finish. Aaron's out there, you know, d- d- dispelling narratives about his interest or disinterest in the game. He's out there, you know, clocking the ball right after getting two chunks and just fucking fist pumping because he knows easy. Crosby's going to make it. No it one else easy. is doing anything. He's fist pumping because he already knows he just won the game. Oh, yeah. He's he's really good. I don't like him anymore. I didn't like him because he was a, ba- a Packers QB. I definitely don't like him because well, he dude, came back. And, dude, it's what LaFleur did to to him and Brady last year in the playoffs. It's the same exact thing, but reversed. Like, they did that shit and gave – all you have to do is – all they have to do is get up there and hit a field goal. Are you stupid? Like, yeah, I hear you. It's like then they, they let Brady go down and get a field goal easily because he's Tom Brady. Uh, in the playoffs, and then now Rodgers got to be like, yeah, I can do that too. Uh, so it's good for him. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, there are I'm glad he's playing maybe well. five Q- There are maybe five QBs in the NFL you don't leave time for. No. Brady, Rodgers, Pat, maybe Russ, and maybe a fifth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can't think of too many other That's people. really – that's like about it. That's about it when it comes to guys you just don't give the ball Dude, to. Dude, I'll any say time left. Kirk, he's ice cold in a two-minute drill. <laughs> he's ice cold. Okay. The man of never winning a premier matchup and finally doing well. Let's see what happens he's the rest of the season. Mad. But, yeah, he's been good. That was a great game. The 49ers showed that they're really talented. The Packers have shown that that first week was a fluke. Um, you know, Jimmy G was putting the ball in some spots a couple times. There was a play by Kittle where he got this like beast, like fury in him. It was just like pinballing off of everyone. It was right on that last drive where he took it right at the top of his route and just fucking threw himself through a bunch of people. And I love watching Kittle because he literally goes like bow tight and crazy out there Uh and just starts pile driving his way through human beings with no regard for like his body or theirs. Love watching how he plays football. Um, That was a great game. The final game Monday night, a little bit less exciting. Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, 41 Eagles, 21. Yep. I picked Cowboys. You picked Eagles. Mm -hmm. That was the deciding factor. I won the challenge for the week 11 to 10. You gifted me that one. You know, Jalen looked good at times. And, you know, we gave a lot of shit. You guys give a lot of shit to Zeke. I'm willing to admit it looks like he's lost some, some of his burst. Yeah, dude. Especially, cause, especially because Pollard's got a lot of burst in his step. Mm-hmm. But Zeke still had 95 yards, two touchdowns. He's He was still breaking tackles. It's a good one. This Cowboys punch. team is really good. I don't think they're going to be, like, up there with the Rams and such. But they put up points every week. And as long as Dak stays healthy... They have the horses. They're going to keep scoring. Dak and that defense is coming along. Dak is murdering. Like he's, dude, he's they don't falling. Have he's dealing. DeMar- he is. They don't, they don't have DeMarcus Lawrence right now, but what, what have they done? They've moved Micah Parsons from middle linebacker to outside linebacker, pass rusher. Something I said coming into the year, I'll toot my own horn, is that he has uncanny pass rushing ability. And he's been one of the best pass rushers in the league the last two weeks. Yeah, dude, and um, I don't know if we ever talked up against about... good tackles. Um, dude, without Lane a Johnson. doubt, no, without a doubt, I'm 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 really impressed with the Cowboys and like 
the Cowboys are a team that deserves to be flashy and put up points, and they're doing just that. Did you see what uh? Did you see? I already that have the title. Do. I have the title for this week because did you see that weird ass quote from Jerry Jones about uh uh? I think he's who no. you're talking about. He's like he's as pure as mother's milk. Like he was like <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Micah Parsons. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, let me pull it up. Let what a up. weird here, thing to say, here, dude. Fucking fill the air because I gotta pull up this quote for you. Well, that is the last game of the week. We'll transition into next week's picks, go through them pretty quickly. It is Wednesday night right now, so the Thursday night game tomorrow night, Jacksonville, Cincinnati. Jerry Jones on Cowboys rookie uh, Micah Parsons uh, two days ago. He's as pure as a mother's milk. He just basically steps out there and gives you everything he's got. Nature gave him skills, and boy, does he know how to use them. And fucking, I saw like weird I saw Michael Parsons like respond to it on Twitter, being like, I, I, like basically like I've ne- that's the first time I've ever heard anything like this. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just so fucking funny, when dude. When you're that rich, you can say something like that. Oh, rich and southern. That guy you looks like he's cool a reanimated skeleton. It's uh, Jerry Jones is an enigma. All right. Well, what do you think, dude? The last two years, they got C.D. Lamb, who fell to them, and this year they got Micah Parsons, who fell to them after they traded back. Like, they picked up some premier talent to go with a team that was already pretty stacked. They got really lucky with Dak in the fourth round. They got really lucky with that. You know, Dak already, if I'm not mistaken, Dak came in with that Mississippi State offense and they basically run the same concepts with the same verbiage. So he he's just basically kept that whole offense. That's why he's out there dealing it. He didn't come in and have to learn a new offense and they changed everything around him. If I may be mistaken, but that's what I heard. Right. Isn't that awesome? It's working. So for tomorrow night's matchup, Jacksonville, Cincinnati, Premier matchup with these two young first overall pick QBs. You know, they might be two lesser talented teams at this point, but Cincinnati's put together a two and one record thus far. And I think that through the midpoint of the season, it'll be a sneaky good record. I'm taking Cincinnati in this one. I think their defense absolutely overwhelms Lawrence in primetime and watch for Joe Burrow to put up like a respectable amount of points in this game. Based on how the season's gone so far, both positively for the Bengals and both negatively for the fucking Jaguars, it's hard to root against the Bengals here. I think it'll be, I think it'll be a a, a real real lamb to the slaughter situation with Burrow taking advantage of that defense. Urban Meyer came in and last week they traded their first round pick from the prior year, number nine overall. They traded that cornerback for like a third in a tight end. Right. Just oh so my you know. God. So yeah, and they're doing great. For, they're doing great. It was the uh, Dan the Arnold, Dan Sam Arnold. Darnold, Dan Arnold connection. Yeah. So next game, this is on Sunday in the noon time slot for me. We have Washington versus Atlanta. This is a tough one because neither teams have been playing especially well. However, um, I have to think that Washington D line is going to step up at some point. I'm actually going to go with Washington in this one and what I feel to be more of like a gut choice. Got it. Um, in the future, I want you to pick first for a week or two because I need that competitive advantage if I'm going to be losing in general. I don't mind. Go let, let me let me go first. I'll go first on this one. I already, I already I mean, went, except so. for you already went. 
Um, yeah. Aiden, I got, I got to be honest with you, buddy. Was looking at my audio, was not listening. Um, it is Washington versus Atlanta. Washington football team, Atlanta Falcons. Oh, yeah. Okay, th- that is a tough one because I think they both suck. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. Um, I said as much. I'll go with Atlanta. Okay. Okie dokie. It's okay. I'll go first this week because I have it in front of me, and in the next week you got first. So I got, I got Houston, you. Buffalo. I don't really need to say too much about this, especially with what we saw from Houston last week against uh, the Panthers. I'm going Buffalo in this one. Buh, 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 Buffalo. Yeah, going to no, get hit the football, and they're going to chuck it. All right. Yeah. No, Detroit, definitely. Chicago. There's a lot I've already said about this. I think if Matt Nagy loses this game, we lose. Him. Like, he's gone. I think we absolutely fire Matt Nagy if we lose this divisional game. Um, Though I think Detroit could win it, I'm actually going to take the Bears in this one. But, dude, I'm really, really down on the Bears. <laughs> I'm really upset with it. Guess what, Poppy? Uh, th- they are going to lose to the Lions. Uh, I like it. Take it. Nagy, Nagy already fucking – like it, this dude going into the week and saying that Fields, Dalton, and Foles are all on the table to start this weekend is the most – fucking bananas thing i can i could have ever imagined that dude coming out and saying like after after the sunday i was like that's just like does he ever take the blame for anything has he ever taken like anything on the chin he says yeah he does say i take responsibility the thing that annoys the cat just slapped the fucking pencil out of my hand (laughs) she's attacking me okay so the thing that pisses me off about Nagy is every time people ask him questions post game, he's like, "Yeah, you know, we're gonna need to get into the film and figure out the why. We gotta figure out the why." And it's like, Matt, you've been saying that for two years. You don't know the, know why. the why. We know the why. Everyone mm-hmm. knows the why. You don't know how to coach an offense. You weren't even the play caller in Kansas City. You just rode the coattails of someone greater. You fucking backdoored your way into Chicago. It's had a rough. really lucky season where you, the coolest thing you did was dance in the locker room with music in a disco ball. And you've been chasing that high for two years, bub. You can't mm-hmm. call an offense. We should not entrust Justin Fields with his stewardship. If we lose, I don't know, man. Maybe it's good for us because maybe the fucking front office will finally just can everyone and get some good smart football minds in here. Ryan Pace hasn't deserved the job for years. I don't know. That's fine. You take Detroit. Whatever. Fuck it. I I, I, <laughs> I guess what Detroit Detroit knows who their starting quarterback this weekend is, and that team is kind of like bonding, much unlike your team. So I would yeah, not be their team to is Detroit their team's zero and three, and they're like not. They're looking like they're galvanizing and becoming like a strengthened piece of steel. Or something that like hard, like a like a lion, or like something like a like, coat of armor. Yeah, it's like you're like a uh, like a what are you like a tank or uh, uh, you know like and nobody will get this. That's inside baseball again. <laughs> very very inside, very in the weeds. All right, Carolina Dallas. I think that'll be a fun matchup. You have an undefeated team versus a very very hot offensive team who's yeah. getting a little bit going on defense. I'm gonna take Dallas in this one. I think Dallas is, is, you know, like though they have a loss, I think they're playing better football than Carolina. Um, I mean, this is this is actually a tough one uh, because of how I'm also weighing in the fact that uh, Carolina's running back superstar McCaffrey has is dinged up. That's precisely why I'm taking the Cowboys, but it's not easy. 
uh, because I'm I'm really blown away, a little gobsmacked by how good these Panthers have looked, and I think I think they could be the one to 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 take a real hunk out of the Cowboys and knock them down a peg, but I can't root against the Cowboys right now, so. Colts versus the Dolphins at Miami. In that mm. one, that's a tougher one too, dude. That, that's because these Colts, tough... you know, honestly, in this one, I'm looking for the Colts to get their first win. I'm looking for the Colts to come out on top, though the Miami team played with some fucking gumption last week, and I couldn't be happier for Brissett for that performance. Yo, these uh, these Dolphins took a a, a, a a team that's rolling to to OT last week when they had no business doing so. Um, I see no reason why they can't take down uh, a reeling Colts team. So I'm going to roll with Miami. That's fair. Cleveland, Minnesota, in what I think will be a very good matchup. Oh, boy. You pick first because you're going to pick Minnesota. I'm definitely going to pick Minnesota coming off of an awesome team win. Um, if If we can keep Baker in check anywhere near the way you guys kept Baker in check, um, I have no doubt that our offense can perform. Uh, Do you think your offensive line can withstand that pass rush? I know that's a great pass rush. Um, I know we've had a tough time against even even the most <laughs> average of defensive uh, attacks at times. Um, but I really, really liked what I saw out of the O line last week. They played a great game, and Kirk had a lot of time. I don't think he'll get sacked nine times like Fields. I think he knows the offense yeah, is more neither comfortable do I. in the pocket. Um, I think he can escape and has a little bit more field vision because he's a veteran of like eight to nine years. You know what I mean? So um, I think he'll be all right. I honestly think that on paper it's a little scary, but Adam Thielen, even though I think he just came up questionable, has like 19 touchdowns in 19 games. Jefferson is yeah, showing no sign of slowing They're down both in incredible. year two. Uh, Dalvin, if he's back, fine. But if our offense is moving, we can do just fine with plug-in running backs, apparently. Um, and we have a really, really solid tight end in Conklin that I didn't expect. This was supposed to be Irv Smith Jr.'s out, uh, like breaking out year, like fucking coming out party, and he got dinged up and had to sit out the season. And instead, Conklin is fucking cooking. I'm a fan. Like I love that, a good tight end. That's another reason why I'm all about those Raiders too. Love a tight end. Oh my god. That does it. I'm gonna make a Bengals dynasty. I'm gonna trade for Jefferson. I'm gonna trade for Marshall, Terrence Marshall, and I'm gonna trade for Edward Zelaire. Yep, do it. And I'm the gonna Tigers. have the squad, and then I'm gonna get Thaddeus Moss wherever practice squad he's on. I have him on the Vikings. I, I have him okay. on 84 on the Vikings. Yeah, so you got Vikings in this one, correct? Yeah, but and and uh, it'll be a very big statement if we can beat the Seahawks and then be a nice, a real nice uh, Browns team. I'll be over the moon. It'll be. It won't be. My easy. brain feels like the eggs scrambled, just trying to mm-hmm. fucking decipher scrambled. where I want to go with this pick. Scrambled. So, do I think that you guys will get pummeled to the tune of nine sacks? No. Do I think Fields had no fucking clue what he was doing out there? Yes. Do I think your offense is dialing? Yes. Oh, boy. I still dialing think that Cleveland... It's tough, though, because I still think that Cleveland defense is going to get after Cousins. I could see him getting sacked four or five times. I could see um, that. I could see that. I could see their offense getting a good running game going. Like, dude, 
even when Chubb is not gashing fools for huge gains and running over guys, Kareem Hunt steps up. They have this excellent one-two punch. Is Dalvin playing? That'll help decide it. I honestly am not sure. I mean, he was supposed to play last week, and then all of a sudden it was Sunday, and he wasn't. <laughs> so you know, I, know. I mean, to make me feel a little bit better about myself in a game I could see going either way, I'm going to take Cleveland because I don't want to see Cleveland. the Vikings win after what happened last week. Cleveland, yeah, I'm taking Cleveland. The thing is, it's at though, Minnesota as a, though. As a fan, we have to. It's a must. It's kind of a must win at this point. We got to come out and show that we can compete with teams like this early. Uh, otherwise it's another wash here and we don't want that yeah next game we have giants versus the saints at new orleans though i've been seeing an up and down team with you know like rocky performances from jamie's mm-hmm. i'm still taking the yeah. saints in this one i'm sure. taking saints and it's not even like i didn't have to think twice like not even i close. think even if Jameis plays kind of shitty like these giants kind of suck dude uh, and again so. this next this next one's probably similar titans at jets sorry neither of these new york teams look fucking fieldable they don't even look fieldable they're not good i'm i'm taking hmm. tennessee in this best one. running back in football against uh, the jets i wonder what'll happen the giants have in my opinion at one point one of the best running backs in football but their team sucks i like saquon a lot it's just uh you know it's a bounce back year so he can't carry the whole fucking team on a bounce back year he's not adrian peterson didn't work that way. Next, we have Kansas City, Philadelphia. Again, another one. I'm taking Kansas City, and that's the last of the noon games. Uh, yeah, that's not much of a that, that's not much of a head scratcher. I'm also going to Kansas City. Um, I could see I could see Hurts getting beat up a little bit in this one. I'm not going to lie. I'll, I'll be to very make plays. intrigued. I'll be intrigued to see how they look because I think it's a win. But you know, there's an ugly win and a pretty win. So if they play a solid game and and uh, still get something out of it good for them moral victories are good too they're not going to have an actual victory though because the chiefs are going to kick their ass they're our rivals so earlier i said that the rams are likely the best undefeated team and i said it's close though Arizona's really good banger alert arizona at the rams in the, oh, in the like ah. 233 30 slot Ugh, dude that's gonna be very exciting that's oh my god game. where do i want to go with this i'm gonna go oh, it's tough that's really good matchup who do i pick who do i pick it's at los angeles i'm gonna go rams though i'm gonna be probably rooting for cardinals i got a soft spot for these cardinals this year these Cardinals are very good and capable of achieving fucking absolute greatness. I mean, there's something to the to the the beautiful offensive dynamic of Kyler kind of being able to do whatever he wants at any part of the pocket and outside of and receivers including DeAndre Hopkins who's the best in the league if not, you know, if not one of but if not the uh but yeah, I gotta go Rams too, um, because they're fucking dealing. They look electric. Uh, if, if it Donald, was in Arizona, I would go Arizona maybe. If Donald doesn't get uh, Kyler, fucking Ramsey will, will might have the jump on DeAndre. It's gonna be a real duel. Um, I'm going Rams. I think the Cardinals might have perhaps like a more solidly like depth wise roster, but. The Rams have such star talent at a couple positions, just absolute game changers. And Cooper Cup is nothing to like scoff at. Cooper Cup is ripping gonna, people I, up. 
I think it's a matter of the Cardinals are going to have trouble keeping up with how much the Rams are going to score on them. Could be. It could be. And you never want to be playing from behind when no. Donald is pass rushing you. No. So next we have Seattle versus San Francisco. I think this will actually be a pretty close game. I'm going to go with San Francisco. They've shown to be a more consistent and talented team throughout the season. They still have Lance waiting in the wings, but Garoppolo's, you know, getting passes completed in key like drives to potentially go up and win a game, though you get errand at the end. So I'm going to take San Francisco in this one. It's at San Francisco. Yeah, I'm, I, uh, I could, I see your point. I see why, but I think the uh, Seahawks bounce back this week. I don't know how I feel about the two QB system over there in San Fran, and I honestly felt like they weren't, aside from marching down and scoring at the very end, which was impressive, like, it wasn't, they did nothing that, like, really, they felt like they were just playing, what's the word I'm looking for? They weren't, they were playing not to lose, not playing to win until the very end, and then they got, you're yeah. right, they got Aaron. But you know what I mean? They felt like they were being really safe, and I don't think that shit's going to work. Uh, not when you're playing dangerous, uh, and I think they're going to be hungry for a victory after losing. I mean, dude, what is, uh, what is Shanahan known for? If not fucking playing it too safe, like he did in yeah. the Super Bowl with the Falcons. Not interested. Not interested in the safe play. I'm going to go uh, not Niners. Another thing I got to hit on with the Bears. You know, you have a fourth and two in your one opportunity in the fucking red zone, and you opt to kick a field goal, yeah. you know? And then at the end of the game, it's like a fourth and ten. After he's been sacked eight times... And you're like, all right, let's run the exact same play concept where he sits at the top of the pocket in shotgun uh, and then just gets hit one more time and then has to go get an x-ray on his fucking throwing hand immediately after the game. That's not the right – those aren't the right play callers for that quarterback, and you need to adapt to the talent and not vice versa. So That'd be one thing. stuff out over there. Bad case scenario, you have a guy who has a scheme and he only wants to convert people to it. But worst case scenario is you have a coach with a very baseline, like rudimentary knowledge of a good scheme and doesn't have the capacity to do anything outside of that. That's Mm -hmm. where we are. We have a guy who runs Andy Reid light system without Andy Reid caliber players without the ability to shift his mindset at all, literally doesn't know football enough. Like, he just doesn't know football enough. Anywho. Who's next? Baltimore at Denver. This is intriguing because Denver's undefeated, but Baltimore is a very good squad. They barely won last week against the Lions. Baltimore, that is. They had that incredible win against the Chiefs. This is tough because I think Denver's defense is solid. And they're at home. (sighs) Man, I'm going to go Baltimore in this one, but I really think Denver could come out and it could be the silly silly pick of the week even. I know. I think Denver could win, but it, I'm not rooting against Baltimore in that matchup. I just can't. All right, so we both got Baltimore. Pittsburgh at Green Bay. You know, a couple weeks back, Luke would have been all over Pittsburgh. With this <laughs> Pittsburgh. That's the funny thing. Two weeks ago, really... I, would have, I, would have, I would have bet my I would have bet the farm on Pittsburgh. Bet the house on it. Oh, my yeah. God. Bet the rest of my royalties for all yeah. my – yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, this Pittsburgh team, I didn't think they were going to be that great coming in. I know TJ Watt's really good, but Ben's not. He, they're going to get. No, I will not have it. Up on. They're going to get beat up on by the Packers. It's going to be bad. Yes, it's going to be Green Bay over the Steelers, most likely, especially at Green Bay. Rodgers is peeking off of his greasy hair ecstasy. I'm peeking. 
Night game, Tampa Bay at New England. Oh, Lord, the storylines write themselves. It's going to be Adele singing Hello from the Other Side. There's going to be a whole Tom Brady-like montage at the game. Tampa Bay is going to beat the piss out of New England. Yeah, they are. It's going to be bad. After he just lost last week. I agree with you. It's going to be bad. And all the storylines. It's funny that this is a funny little footnote on our epic ass of our show because, like, all the... All the storylines on sports networks uh, have been about Brady returning to Foxborough um, and how their relationship, him and Belichick, ended in a weird, fractured way and how bad it deteriorated and how it was me or him. And, like, it's just all a bunch of shitty stuff. And he hasn't been back there in, in a long, long time. So Brady's surgical, and he said that, it, it, like, now is not the time to reminisce. He's not worried about it. Um, and I believe him. He's going to come out, and he's going to fucking – Oh boy, just rip them up. I don't think <laughs> it's going to be much. bad. I don't think there's much the Patriots can do about it. I think the best they're going to have to happen, sit there and take it as a fan base too. I think the best thing they can do is just try to execute on offense and get maximum important snaps and and lose the game with dignity. That's an that's a crazy environment for Matt to, Mac Jones to be in. You know what I mean? Like. How stressful is that going to be from his perspective? Like (laughs) him out there playing against Tom Brady and potentially getting beat to piss in front of the New England crowd. This is Spider. He's replacing you. Sup, dog? (laughs) All right. So the Monday night game, there's one more. Las Vegas at Chargers. That's a banger Monday night matchup. It is good. I think this Raiders team being 3-0 is fluky but awesome at the same time. I don't necessarily think they're that great. I don't think they're going to end the year as one of the top teams for sure. I think the Chargers will, though. I think the Chargers are going to be one of the better teams in the NFL all the way through. I've got the Chargers in this one. Mm, That's a tough one. I was hoping – oh, man, that's a tough one. Um, I mean, the Chargers just beat the Chiefs. And so here's logic. Herbert had four touchdowns. Right. Like here's logic. The char- the Chargers just beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs are, n- are, are the Raiders are not better than the Chiefs. So if we're just playing on logic from last week, I have to go with. Oh, I don't know. Oh, logically, I should pick the Chargers because. Uh, um, and the Raiders are they at home? No, Chargers at home. Chargers. Yep. That's tough. We had a lot of similar picks. That's okay. It's a long season. That's tough. How many did we have different? Let me like check. Three? We had one, two, three, four. Oh, that's Only pretty four. good. That's pretty good. That's enough. Out of Sorry that we, we, you know, it was, you know it's, it's, it's fine. I'm going to beat the piss out a of you. A lot of week. those were, a lot of those were very, very it uh, felt like easy locks, calls. Dude. Drew locks. Like, what are you going to do? Tennessee Jets, Kansas City, yeah, Philadelphia, I mean, Giants, New Orleans. You know what I mean? That's pretty I mean, the Raiders, and the Raiders is a hard pick for me. I just, I have to go. Chargers. Yeah, me too. That was right a tough one. They're hot. This has been, I, what has it been, Luke? It's been NFL MAO. I'm Luke. And I've been Aiden. All right. I guess we'll see you later. I hope you enjoyed it. Micah Parsons is as pure as mother's milk. Yeah, dude. He really is. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys.